Welcome to the Mike Hartman Show. Mike is a performance coach and former Stanley Cup champion with the New York Rangers. Topics on this show are focused around stories, mindset, and champions. Mike will also go into details about helping you with your pain points and struggles and finding motivational solutions on how to have the mindset of a champion. Now, here's your host, Mike Hartman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mike Hartman Show. This is Mark Moyer stepping in as a guest speaker. Super excited to be here. Uh, this this podcast is absolutely fantastic. So many great speakers and experts and those who are offering motivation, inspiration, so much more. I highly encourage you to listen to all these episodes. They're all fantastic. Um, but thanks again, Michael, for having me on. Um, I've known Michael for a couple of years now. Fantastic guy, heart of gold, and truly is able to bring such important advice and inspiration to everybody he speaks with. So thanks again, Mike, for having me on. I work with athletes and I help them transition from their sport to their next great step. And I found that unfortunately, many of the various leagues and teams and agents and so forth pretty much abandon athletes when they leave their sport, whether you're a student athlete or an Olympian or any sort of amateur or any sort of professional. And unfortunately, there's so much really, really bad advice out there. And I'm trying to change all that. And that's what inspired me to write my book, Win Again, which you can get on Amazon. There's a shameless plug. But uh, it's really a job search playbook for athletes who are making that transition from their sport that they spent so many years training for and their next step, whatever it might be. Now, it's my firm opinion that everybody, whether you're an athlete or a non-athlete, deserves to wake up every morning fired up and excited to do what you want to do. I want you to be able to earn a very comfortable living doing something you love. And I find that almost everybody tends to settle. They settle for what they do. And they're really taking what the market is pro providing them and offering them instead of being proactive. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But, you know, I'm going to first focus on athletes because uh, that's a lot of what I do. That's the coaching and training I've I've been doing. And Although you could scratch out the word athlete and put in anything, I'm going to start with the athlete. So as an elite athlete, you've spent thousands and thousands of hours training your, for your sport. You've been up crack at dawn. You've trained like crazy. You've worked out. You've eaten properly. You've followed a daily routine. You've competed. You've felt that adrenaline rush. You've had those teammates around you. And now either you've left or you're about to leave. And that's a startling change. It's really a big change in your life. You could have all the money in the world. You can have the houses, the cars, the fame, and all that sort of thing. And maybe you like to play golf, and maybe you like to sign some autographs. But at the end of the day, you're missing that the fans. You're missing that competition, the adrenaline rush. But also you're missing your family. And I, what I mean by family is your athletic family. So it's my personal feeling that you can do all kinds of different things to really make that transition much easier. One of them is really to almost take away the noise. And what I mean by that is that when you're playing and even when you retire, you're likely getting approached by all kinds of people that are going to tell you, hey, Jim, hey, Sue, you'd be really great at fill in the blank. You should have a restaurant. You should be in real estate. You should sell medical devices. You should do all these different things. And quite frankly, I would say, look, time out. I'm not interested in hearing what you think I can do. I want to know what I can do, and I want to use certain types of exercises and, and assessments to really figure out what that is. 
Now, I think many of you already know that Mike Hartman, he's got a whole boatload of assessments that can absolutely help you with that. But I'm going to throw in a different one today that I think can be absolutely great. Now, look, right now, uh, you're used to, you've been an elite athlete. You've been at the top of your game. But going forward is your biggest game that you really need to prepare for and play because it's the rest of your life. You know, it doesn't matter what age is that you retired. You're still retiring whether you're in your teens, 20s, 30s, maybe if you're lucky, 40s, although that's super rare. You still have 40, 50, 60 years to live, right? So to me, what, you know, you've already developed so many amazing skills, traits, and qualities. You know, you've, for example, you've overcome obstacles. You've led others to victory. You've trained your mind and your reflexes to be at the top of their game. You're, you've been comfortable in front of a camera. You've been comfortable addressing the media. You've been completely comfortable performing in front of crowds. These are all skills that 95% of the public don't have. Non-athletes have not had to do that before. So already as an athlete, you come to the table with some tremendous skills and capabilities that non-athletes just simply don't have. So it's really important that if you're listening to this, I want you to automatically know that it's almost like I want you to flip that switch and regain that confidence because most athletes, when they retire from their sport and they go into a conference room filled with executives, they feel a little intimidated, like, oh, gee, I don't belong in here. But what's interesting is that actually an executive may go into a locker room and be like, wait a minute, I don't belong in here. But the truth is that each shares so many qualities with each other. And I can't tell you how many athletes I've coached who have become absolutely amazing entrepreneurs, business owners, and and you know working in the corporate world. So you're already coming to the table with a lot more than you may anticipate and think you have. But look, you know, I think it's it's really important that you go about pursuing your next steps, whatever they may be, uh, in a in a really a smart fashion. But really one of the things I talk about is how important it is to be proactive and not reactive. So instead of listening to what other people are telling you you should be doing, it's important for you to take a step back and really assess and understand what it is that drives you to succeed, what makes you that top-level competitor, and what makes you the person that's going to really crush that next career. So I'm going to show you real quickly um, a an exercise that you can do, not a physical one, but a mental one. Um, but it's it's really it's not hard, but it takes a little bit of time. But it's gonna I think it's gonna open your eyes to a lot of different things. What I want you to do is take out a pad of paper and make a list of the top, I don't know, maybe 10, 15, 20, 25 accomplishments you've done throughout the course of your life and your career. Now they can be athletic, they can be academic, it could be even some professional things you've done, it can be philanthropic anything. It could even be something like, you know, if you built a really cool sandcastle on the beach or something. Uh, it's really important to just make a list of 25, 20, whatever it is, things that you've done in the course of your life that you're especially proud of. Things that had a great positive result at the end and you felt really good about it. You. I don't care about your family, your friends, anybody else. I want. It's important that you felt really good about these things. And if you're having a little trouble figuring out, gee, can I come up with 15 or 20 or 25, maybe chunk out your life in, in five or 10 year increments and think, okay, well, when I was a, 
you know, maybe a preteen or something. What are some of the things that I did? Maybe I led a bunch of Boy Scouts up the hill, or maybe I led, um, or maybe I designed this really cool, as I said, a sandcastle before. Um, and maybe in your teens, your late teens, you did some other things. Maybe in your early twenties, uh, academically, you did a really amazing paper. I don't know. It can be a whole, you know, so chunk things out early twenties, mid twenties, late twenties, thirties, forties, whatever it is, however old you are, chunk it out and then just write down those accomplishments. And then what I want you to do is take a look at those 20 or 25 and say, well, which are the top seven or eight or six, but somewhere around there and think to yourself, okay, these are the, these are the top, top ones. Well, okay. Then what I want you to do is write down three or four sentences about each one that describe that describe why they were important and what are some of the fundamental elements that really made it a great accomplishment to you. So for example, if you were a Boy Scout and you led a bunch of other Boy Scouts up a mountain to, you know, and it was a, maybe a little bit of a dangerous trail, but you figured out the right way to go and you led them there. Well, what made that a great accomplishment to you? Well, the fact was that you showed leadership skills, right? You also devised a trail that really led to the greatest success. It may not have been the most direct path, but it was the safest one and the most efficient one. These are all skills and capabilities that you can bring with you to whatever it is you do next. So make a list of all of those, those six, seven or eight top accomplishments, and then list out the elements of each of those. Okay. And then what you, what you'll see at the end of that exercise is a whole list of, again, common threads that run throughout all of them that really, um, you know, will, will sort of shine a spotlight on what you can be doing next that's going to make you feel engaged, excited, and uh, uh, really be able to do something that's fulfilling you. And it's going to be something that you absolutely crush. So again, it might be that maybe out of out of those six, seven, or eight, maybe five of them, you demonstrated, you know, fantastic leadership skills, or maybe you were a really good analyst and you looked to analyze the situation, or maybe you were really good at articulating things, or maybe you were. Um, someone who was in front of a lot of people and a lot of those things. It's, I think what's, what's really just important is to use it as a tool to measure what are some of the things that the fundamental elements that will make you succeed going forward. Now, from there, what I want you to do is really develop a target list of companies and industries you think you'd love to work in. I wouldn't worry at all about, gee, who's hiring? What's the market like now? That doesn't matter at all. When we do something that's proactive and not reactive, we don't care if people are hiring or not, if people have open jobs or not. That doesn't matter. With this, the way I coach people is really going after your dream job. Go after something you'd love to do. If you do it in the right way, you'll have a great chance of getting it. So take all those fundamental elements and then start thinking to yourself, well, you know, in the past, have you ever thought about somebody else who you say, gosh, I'd love to do that. Or, gee, I'd love to work for this type of company. Maybe it's an athletic apparel company. Maybe it's a real estate company. Maybe it's financial services. Maybe it's being a photographer, musician in the arts, whatever. But think to yourself, well, make a list of all the types of positions and companies you'd love to work for. List the companies by name and list the possessions by just kind of the functions and so forth. I think what you're going to find that is, is if you list perhaps 30 or 40 companies, it can be Nike, it could be Lululemon, it could be the NBA, it can be JP Morgan, it can be a real estate company, it doesn't matter. Make a list of the companies that you think, gee, it'd be really cool to be part of their team 
And maybe it's starting your own company too. But make a list of these things and then make a list of the types of positions you think you'd love to have. And if you make a list of 40 companies, and let's say you have five positions you think you'd love to do at each of those companies, now you suddenly have a list of 200. That's right, 200 jobs that you would absolutely love to do. At least you think you would. So instead of worrying so much about what is, you know, what are some of the jobs being listed on the internet and who's hiring and all that kind of stuff, that doesn't matter because when you take a look at that list of 200 jobs, you're going to find that at any given moment, at least 5, 10, 15, or 20 are hiring and, and maybe more. And all you need to do is to make the right connections to get in there. Now, what I'm doing in these few minutes here is just speeding through the coaching process that I talk about in the book, Win Again, because it's really important for you to just get a taste of the fact that you can absolutely be doing, again, something you love doing if you're proactive and you go for it. So once you've developed this target list of companies and positions, then it's all about how do you, how do you network your way into those? And you know, you may be saying, well, Mark, I don't know anybody at these companies. It doesn't matter. The most, imp- you know, to me, the lowest hanging fruit on the internet today is LinkedIn because on LinkedIn, you can be connecting with all kinds of impressive people. I've connected with thousands of professional athletes, retired athletes, you know, any type of athlete, uh, corporate C-level people. I've connected with um, people in every sort of industry and area. I've connected with fellow alumni from where I went to college. I've connected with other hockey players, other rugby players. I've connected with a wide variety of people that I want to be connected to. I'm reaching out to them and making it. So instead of being reactive and waiting for people to connect with you, you're going to be the one that's going after them. And we're not going to talk today about how to develop a really amazing LinkedIn profile because that's a, a lot to talk about in a whole other conversation. But really what I wanted to talk to you today about was just the idea that if you start reaching out to the right people in the right way and you you have the right messaging that draws them towards you, that they want to be connected to you, right? And you start a dialogue that basically becomes a professional relationship, a friendship. But it's, it's so important to start developing and growing your network and leveraging the fact that maybe these people were fans of yours or fans of the team that you played for or fans of the sport that you played. But now you're going much deeper because you're no longer the athlete. Now you're going to be the successful business person going forward. So it's so important to start developing and growing a very large network of people that are going to be basically your business fans. And that's what you want. You want people that are going to be rooting for you to succeed in business going forward. So, um, taking this big step back just to recap a couple things number one it's really uh you know you bring so many incredible skills and capabilities to the table uh, to any job to any company to any business to anything that you've developed as an athlete there's so many things and it's really important that you know that and then from there it's really starting to figure out well what is it that i'd love to do next and you decide don't let someone else decide that for you And the way you do that, the way you decide what you love to do is taking that, that assessment that I talked about earlier, where you write down all your accomplishments, then you figure out the top six, seven, or eight. You've drilled deeper into each of those and decide, okay, well, here are some of the fundamental elements. Here are some of the common threads that I, that I really exhibited and that I had that really made me successful for those specific accomplishments. 
And then from there, if you take those, you're going to find that if you have those in your next role, then you're going to be wildly successful, super happy, and really um, thrilled that you're the one calling the shots. So from there, it's, it's all about then thinking, okay, well, taking some of those things, who are some of the companies I'd love to work for? Who are some of the, comp- the, the types of jobs you'd love to have? And what you're going to find, by the way, and this happens almost all the time with the other people that I've worked with, is that typically you won't end up working for or with one of the companies on your original list. It ends up being a company that you've never heard of today, but it's going to be a company that ends up absolutely blowing your mind because you're saying, oh my gosh, these guys are amazing. How come I never heard of them? And then you're off and running from there. So um, from there, developing that target list, then really working on a personal marketing pitch that ends up leading to uh, developing a really super strong network and really leaning on LinkedIn. Uh, it's an incredibly amazing, not just a networking tool, but a research tool. And from that point, then it's all about once you've developed that network, really learning what to say to those people, how to say it to them, when to say it to them, when to follow up with them, and how to turn those initial conversations into meetings that turn into interviews and then turned into eventually an offer or uh, an offer from someone to do business with you if you're starting your own company. So um, I'm cramming a lot in here. Uh, there's so much more to tell, but please feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can uh, go to my website. Uh, it's winagainacademy.com, winagainacademy.com. You can reach out to me at mark at winagainacademy.com uh, by email. Uh, would love to hear from you. Would love to have you join some of the Winnegan Clubroom events that I host. These are live, interactive, uh, and virtual uh, online events. The, the technology is like something you've never seen before, allowing you to move from table to table and meet some fantastic people. Would love to have you join those events. And I really truly appreciate it, Michael Hartman. Uh, you're a, a good friend and a superb guy. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Um, I hope that this has been uh, somewhat valuable to everybody listening, but always happy to uh, chat some more. Please reach out to me and thanks again, Mike. Uh, this has been the Mike Hartman Show and my name is Mark Moyer. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mike Hartman Show. If you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. We'll catch you in the next episode of The Mike Hartman Show.